0: following program contains controversial subject matter your discretion is advised the following episode of what's the buzz is sponsored by manscape.com do you have sweaty balls or volleyball netty balls it's time to make them ready balls the manscape.com lawnmower 3.0 will do the job and clean your knob with its patented no-nick head so your head will function as desired. Enter promo code Wrestling Future for a generous 20% discount. That's enter wrestling future for a 20% discount, manscaped.com. And wrestling with the future, going balls to the walls with manscaped.com and the lawnmower 3.0, your balls will thank you. And so will we. Welcome back, everybody. It's Thursday night, and we ask that question once again. Amelia, yes. what's the buzz? What's the buzz? <laughs> How you doing, know,
1: kid? I do great. How are you?
0: I'm wonderful. we got going to have a show tonight. I'm yes, not gonna we waste do. Any time chit chat, and I'm going to get right into it tonight. We've Absolutely. Got a couple of, of, she doesn't know, but she's one of my favorite authors. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I read a lot. Oh, um, yeah. We have a returning guest tonight, and he brought the. Uh, he brought his his uh, tr- Troublemaker with <laughs> <laughs> so, Let's get into this. Uh, I want to welcome back to the show, Alistair Cross. Welcome back, young fella.
1: Yes, welcome last
0: back. Last time, you garnered some beautiful numbers for us. Thank you so much. Uh-huh. Thank Tonight, you. we have um, yes. a, a young lady. He brings a, a young lady with us. Um, she's a shy, unassuming kind of a woman. Um, <laughs> Her name is Tamara Thorne, and let me tell you a little bit about Tamara Thorne. She was born in the City of Angels, Los Angeles, California. She published her first novel, a Scream, in February of 1991 under her pen name, Chris Curry, a book that was co authored, by the way, by L. James Dean, by L. Dean James, not James Dean. <laughs> L. James. Oh, shit, talk about nice. that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, right. <laughs> Tamara Thorne has authored 20 novels plus, both standalone and series. She penned the mm-hmm. 03, The Ghost of Raven. And I love that one, too. The Ghost of Raven's Crest. And currently partners with a young man named mm-hmm. Alistair Cross. And let me tell you about Cross and Thorne joined forces in 2012 in collaboration. They've written over... Uh, well, sev- they've written several novels. I was going to give you a number, but they've written several novels, including <laughs> The Cliff House Haunting, The Ghost of Ravencrest, and Mother. And we all love that one here. Um, they are. <laughs> you know what, Amelia? I'm going to bust you. They are active on uh, several more novels uh, together. And they uh, they host. And this is interesting. They host a horror themed radio show. And I thought yeah. we were the only ones who did that shit. <laughs> It's called Haunted Nights Live, Thorn and Cross, Hornet Nights Live, which uh-huh. is to such guests as Annie Rice, VC Andrews, and a plethora of others. A list too numerous to name here because it would take up all of our time. <laughs> However, where we will waste no more time, let me welcome to the show Tamara Thorne. And Alistair Gross.
1: Welcome back. Welcome to the show.
0: Great to be here. It's a pleasure to have you here. I have to tell you, uh, I am, and I I said this to Alistair when he was here on the first episode, I am not completely unfamiliar with you. I knew who you were before um, I knew that you were associated with Alistair. Yeah,
2: Um,
0: I'm not I like your work. I like your style. You remind me a lot of, and I don't know whether it's purposeful or not, but you remind me a lot of Mary Shelley.
3: I've actually only read half of Frankenstein. I wasn't a big fan.
0: Really? <laughs>
3: oh, no. yeah.
0: It's funny because you're you're, you're you're, whether you know it or not, your style if you had the to really? categorize it this your style is very similar
4: mm-hmm. it's well, the atmosphere good. it's the it's the it's the ability um, to write great atmosphere I think I, uh, I agree I, I was never a fan I was never a fan of Frankenstein but boy is it beautifully written
3: oh Beautiful you book. know it was uh Ray Bradbury was my big influence that's where I got all the atmosphere stuff I teethed on him and Sherlock Holmes was probably explains the Victorian
0: sensibilities <laughs> i noticed in your in your writing Tamara, a lot of what you do is and i'm, I'm sure it's quite purposeful um uh, there's a lot of tongue-in-cheek mm-hmm. in in what you write a lot of it and that's that's a very reminiscent of uh, mary Shelley. it's also quite reminiscent of people like poe uh bradbury for sure um uh, guys like Dean Koontz, people like that, uh, very much, uh, very much tongue in cheek, and uh, and I think it plays very well in the horror. Is that a purposeful and deliberate move on your part, Ooh, or, no. or do, you, do you unwittingly write that way?
3: No, I was hired to write a newspaper humor column once, and I did it for about two months before mm-hmm. I flat out quit. You can't do humor on purpose. You can't right do characters. And honestly, other than Bradbury, uh, I would say Mad Magazine and the National Lampoon and Tom Lehrer, the songwriter from the 50s and 60s that I still oh, sure. love. That, mm-hmm. That's more of my influence than, you know, the others.
0: Right. And so while it is, it's interesting, first of all, there haven't been throughout the annals of literary history, a lot of women that write horror. It's a rather select group in comparison, obviously, to the to the male writers. What drew you to the genre? Uh
3: when I was a little kid, you know, infant even, my mom read to me from the time I was really tiny, you know, sitting in her lap. And I remember my very first real hard on, so to speak, was for the, um, which one is it, Alistair? The uh, Return to Oz, you know, with the gump and all that. was a spooky Oz book. And I was, she'd buy me every book I ever wanted, and they were always true ghost stories. And then I found Bradbury when I was about six or seven, and she just kept me, got me an adult library card, and I just love ghosts. I found Hill House when I was uh, 10 or 11, and... uh, the science fiction reading expanded to that and never looked back. Right. And that's all. I just like it. Give me a ghost story and
0: I'm happy. Oh man. I'm going to tell you what Amelia question
3: yeah. for Tamara. Thorn.
1: And I, I was also reading that you also like to do a lot of investigating before you actually start writing a novel. Has there been an investigation that you actually investigated that somewhere you investigated, you really decided not to actually write about because it was just too
3: much. I don't, I just use bits. Um, And I always just investigated for myself for fun. I'd go somewhere and go, ooh, this feels good. And and just let my mind wander. And eventually um, ended up finding out that sometimes I wandered into real things, which was weird. And then when all the ghost stuff became really popular on TV, people assumed that I was my character from Haunted. And who investigated ghosts. And I started getting invited to investigate ghosts, which... That's great. I love that crap, and uh, they almost always, just like that character in Haunted, can write them off. But I've seen a few things, and Alistair and I, our first meeting together, we went to a place I was invited to uh, investigate, and that's how we got to know each other in person. We stayed in a haunted cabin up in Gold Country, where Mother is set.
0: He and- said on his first uh, on his first go round with us. Uh, that the two of, and he didn't go into a lot of detail, so I'm, I'm glad that I want to hear the rest of the story. He said that you, you met on uh, on a literary, basically literary junket of, of sorts. Um, so uh, fill us in, fill in the blanks. Um, yes.
3: well, did we've been did you hit together. it off? Sorry.
0: Alistair,
3: what did we do? We've been working together for a year or two? Yeah,
4: we, 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 yeah. we were working together for about <clears throat> probably a year or longer. Yeah. at least a year because at yeah least. we were working together for like a year. And then, and then we thought, well, we probably ought to actually right. meet because we yeah. were in different if we states. We
3: smelled okay to each other, you know, that
4: yeah. kind of thing. Yeah. We're in different states and stuff. So we, we thought, you know, uh, we need to, you know, meet up somewhere. And uh, I had never done any official, you know, uh, I don't know what you want to call it, you Post- paranormal investigating or whatever. And uh, so she invited me to um go with her because she's been doing this for centuries yeah that's yeah. a century. you were on you were even on one of those famous ghost shows a long time i ago.
3: was yeah that was weird
4: yeah and, yeah it, yeah so so she asked me to go on and, and uh um investigate it with her so we did and it was it was that's how it's we met yeah you.
0: Yeah. It sounds like serendipity took over and fate uh, kind of led the way.
3: Well, neither of us like telephones, and the first time we talked was on a phone, and we have not skipped a day talking, at least by text, ever since. We won't talk to anybody on the phone otherwise, just each other.
4: Yeah. I, <laughs> so, I, hate, I hate talking on the phone. It's weird. Mm-hmm, me too. I but- love
0: you two guys already.
4: <laughs> I know. <laughs> Seriously, you get phone calls, and you're like, oh, I, you Brother, I text. hate
0: the phone. I, 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 tell you. I hate the For God's sake. <laughs> I had three phone calls before the show tonight, and I I, I, I swiped them all away. way. Yeah. Because I don't like calls. Yeah. I really don't. No,
3: we just text. <laughs> yeah. we, we seem to be twins, you know, mental twins. We write alike. We talk alike. Sometimes we even dress alike.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, you, you definitely write alike. Now. Yeah. Um, Is that was that serendipitous? Do you think, um, Tamara, or or did you find that you're you pick up on each other's idiosyncrasies and styles?
3: We were just writing about that because we can't tell. We write together in the cloud on uh, you know while we're on Skype all day. And Mm -hmm. look at my hands. Anyway. (laughs) Um, uh, so we realize and we're literally writing together we don't really know which one writes what and when we do that we go back and we have figured out a couple ways we can tell each other apart when i write t-shirt i use a capital t and he uses a lowercase t that's one way we know we're who wrote what and that's how similar we are yeah and then every time I think he writes sexier stuff than I do, we read something back that I wrote, and it's like,
4: nope. <laughs> <I know>. to- <laughs> she, she, always, she always thinks she always thinks that that I I, I get nastier. Yeah. Than she do. does. And I just I just all I have to do is remind you of that um, that scene that you wrote. We won't get into it here
0: because even though it's just nasty. Well, he's, he's going to have to tell us now. I mean, yeah, you exactly. have to tell us now. Yeah. I'll, I'll tell you what, I'll, I'll I'll give you a pass on that one temporarily. Okay. Alistair, let me bring you in over here. Um, clearly, Tamara uh, brings to the table uh, a level of experience um, and a plethora of work that. Uh, you are now catching up to were were you aware of the full body of her work when you met her yes uh, were you okay here's the question i've got the follows into that knowing what you know now what is the greatest lesson or the best gift you've achieved or ascertained from her knowledge or from your knowledge of her?
4: Trusting myself, trusting trusting the the characters, trusting the voice, the story. I can't stress enough how much, when you start doing this, you, you get advice from some of it's well-meaning, some of it's just stupid you get all kinds of advice. Do this. Don't do that. You have to do this. Don't ever do that. I was running around in circles, trying to figure out, well, how the fuck do you write a book then? There's so many books out there. (laughs) Seriously, Obviously it's not, you know, but I was really, I was listening to too much advice and having a really, really hard time with that. And um, when I, when I met her, I'd already been published, um, you know, but I, I was still kind of in that, it was really early. I'd only been published, you know, one book. And anyway, once I started working with her and, and talking, uh, getting to know her and her process, it, I remember being like, well, you know, like for example, in um, the, the Crimson Corset, I have a character who has um, mm. uh, tigers, like, mm-hmm. like um, she's a vampire and she used to be a tiger trainer and she has, you know, uh, a couple of big tigers. And I remember saying to her, you know, I really want this character to have tigers, but, you know, I can't. And she said, why not? And I said, well, because it's just too much. And she's like, no, it isn't. (laughs) And I went, okay. I I agree. And I put tigers in the story. And and it just, if you are an intuitive enough writer, you know not to muddy the waters with a bunch of unnecessary things. And people talk to you. Um, as if you know when you're when you're early on, as if you're you don't have that intuition. And what yeah. Tamara taught me was that um, if you're a writer, you do have that intuition, and you you trust that yeah. intuition. And I did, and and it just I feel it's so freeing. So I would say that that's that's what I've got from her more than anything is to, to
0: that's trust. really. And I'll tell you what I can't. I want people to really like when you watch the show, go back and watch it again and listen to what he just said. I Absolutely. can't overstate how important what he just said is in the grand scheme of writing. I've written two books, and I learned from somebody who wrote a lot more than I. There's never such thing as too much because at the very least, it's filler for your book, and it makes a nice fat book that you could get more money for. <laughs>
4: It, that, that's what you have to cut it out. If you have to cut it out, you know, lots of times there it is, you know, there is a little too much, but you know, it can go somewhere else. It's yeah. amazing. <laughs> you, know? yeah.
0: It's, yeah. You, you end up with a book that looks like this, you know? Right.
4: <laughs> and if
1: you happen to make a movie of it, you could put it in the movie.
0: Yeah. 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 Oh, it's so great to have Camera. too much instead of too little. Yeah. yeah. Camera, Um. Uh, Alistair mentioned your process. Does that involve? Um, the burning of candles or human sacrifice of any sort no I have cats so oh, I can't okay. burn candles
3: <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah uh, mostly my process is whatever he says it is I, I'm not real aware of it he just well that's that's, a, that's a great segue What's my process, <laughs> Allister?
4: Mm-hmm. I would I would, really- say, I would say that your process is not not to interrupt but I, I would say that your process is intuition. And that's mm-hmm. that's what I learned because that's the other thing you 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 get told you know this is how you plot a book this is how you outline a book this is how you you taught me that you know what um, have an idea of the end in mind yeah maybe have a roadmap
3: that you don't have
4: to follow yeah have a couple ideas for a couple endings and then and then just let your characters tell the story and that's that's your process, and that's my process, and that's. Thank you. I didn't know that.
0: Have, have either of you guys have have either of you guys suffered from what they referred to as the writer's block? Nah, no.
3: That's that's never.
4: That's in a lot of ways, I think it would make easy. life easier.
0: <laughs> Let's talk about that a little bit. Believe it or not, Alison, we're going to go there. Um, okay. camera, let's talk about that for for a second. What writer's what, block? What is right? Yeah, let's talk about writer's it's, block. You hear
3: when you think you can't write either because you're unsure of yourself or because you want to procrastinate. All I do is start writing anything, and it can be dirty, it can be funny, it can be the lyrics to a bad song. Right mm-hmm. now, because of what I'm writing on my own, I'm writing a lot of bad sea shanties. And then if we're stuck, Alistair helps me write really dirty sea shanties, and we end up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. a story, and that's that's how I get over it. And
4: I'm pretty sure he does too. Mm-hmm. Do you, Alistair?
0: Yeah. I, well, let, let's talk about that, Alistair.
4: I, to me, it's just it's a matter of um, writing and also reading. If I ever feel stuck, which you know, the the closest I've ever come to writer's block is, you know, um, I guess I'm kind of not sure about an idea. You know, like where do I you know, I need something a little, you know, new for this. But if you read, and I mm-hmm. read a lot, I think that's kind of the answer. You know, mm-hmm. and if you are stuck, yeah, you just sit down and write. And like like Tamara said, you just write. And mm-hmm. I don't know. I've never honestly. I've had it explained to me. I've heard people explain to me. It's like anxiety sitting in front of the keyboard, looking yeah. at looking at the empty page. And and just panicking because you don't you don't know what to do. No. Can I? Can I've I yeah, it. I've never. And I'm not saying it's not real. I'm just saying I've never okay. experienced it. I I don't know. I love. Seeing
0: I that I that can tell that. you uh, because you just brought up something that is so critical. And when I wrote my books, I had, and I only wrote two books and they were 150 pages each. Small books in comparison to what you guys read. And. And I had that moment where I had that the alleged writer's block, and a guy that I I, I call him my mentor, he says to me, "You're overthinking. That's what writer's block is. It's overthinking. Mm-hmm. Sit back, have a drink, smoke a joint, go for a walk, relax." <laughs> That's what he yeah, said. I don't do anything. Watch so TV. So, so you know what I did? I put mm-hmm. my shoes back. I light up a doob, and you know. <laughs> <laughs> and, and I just and I chilled, and I'm within an hour. My fingers were going like you know roto speed here.
2: Uh-huh. Um,
0: yeah, it's uh-huh. just, I, it's, that's for me though. But uh, again, you know, but, that's what writer's block is for me. The Research is another
3: thing that helps. I, I love research, and he doesn't, but I drag him along. And uh, mm-hmm. there, there's my solo is overdue, and I'm in the last part with some. I need some science for my. Bolognium. And yeah. uh, my bolognium has to do with the ocean. And so we spent a couple hours today uh, looking up what might eat its way out of human flesh and how fast it could. And, you know, how seahorses implant the males with the eggs and then where yeah. the squid eggs go. And, and, you know, my husband walked through and went, oh, my God, what are you guys talking about? I know I know how to. I know what I did to the faces of these poor men who have pox all over them now. Right. And, you know, and that would, that was a type of blocking because it was like, what do I do with this? i yeah. built this whole thing and my, the opening scene is too good to destroy. I need to explain it. And that was a type of block. And we fixed that. Yeah. today.
0: Amelia questions what? for Thorn and Cross.
1: Absolutely. I was uh, looking at your book covers and, uh, I saw the sorority one and I was like, just so intrigued just by looking at the book cover. I want to get that book just by looking at the book cover. Uh-huh. Now, how do you get your inspiration of the book covers?
3: Um, I love Arthurian legend. Oh, the book cover. Um, yes. That is Brittany. Now, Brittany uh-huh. is a familiar. She's part chipmunk and part girl. And mm-hmm. um, she's a, a familiar to Mallory, which is named for Sir Mallory Thomas, okay. who wrote Mort to Arthur. You know, it's, it's mm-hmm. all, eggs but um we took it to our artist and we use the same one of course and we found her and then we told him what she does you know scampers through the woods and climbs other girls and all kinds of things like that (laughs) and she and he did it and Uh it's just right it she looks elemental and she looks sexy and she's whitney
1: yeah, I just love the book covers oh, we come up with. Do you come up with the book covers first and then the story, or is it the other way? Oh no,
3: it's the other way. The story always comes first. And that one, that book has had That's so many cool. different covers. Oh, that really? Book, have yeah. Even our books have started having different covers. You got to change them out now and then.
1: Oh, absolutely. Yeah. To get the intriguing. Yeah. Also, is there been uh, another uh, like? story that you've not really wanted to write, but you ended up writing after all?
3: Um, one I wanted to write one called The Forgotten, and my editor was terrified because he thought it was science fiction because I used a little bit of science in it. So he said, if you'll write me a vampire novel, you can write The Forgotten, which is really just a whole town is full of ghost stories and it had mm-hmm. to do with cable TV at the time. And it's real science. It's not even science fiction. But... Um, you can't even see the science in it. So I wrote Candle Bay, which was sort of a French farce of a ghost story or a vampire story because I didn't want to write a vampire story. That's the only one. But I had a great time doing it once I started. And we still use, what, Coastal Eddie. We wrote Darling Girls, which is his vampires and mine, together. And the romance between my my girl vampire and his boy vampire, and the, which now comes to a, a horrible head in his next book. Yeah,
0: we're not. Don't don't tip the hat. We're not going to talk about that just yet. Right? No, (laughs) not just yet. Alistair, uh, let's sort of question your way. Uh, Something that you started to write that maybe you put on the shelf for a while, or something that became uh, uh, maybe obsessive compulsive for you. Maybe you had to write it. Um, one thing that I. uh
4: started writing that I I never did uh, finish um, an incubus a story about a a dude that dies and goes to hell and his job is to be an incubus and uh, I just had this I just had a really hard time with it and and it's I've got a little bit done on it and it's it's in a file in my computer and maybe someday I'll get back to it but you know it's it's fun kind of thinking about like what hell must be like and he's of course as soon as you die you're standing in a line you're given a number (laughs) (laughs)
0: Um,
4: you know and then as far as uh one that i was uh compelled to write um that would be uh, i mean not kind of all of them but the one that really jumps out you know when you say that is uh sleep savannah sleep which is a paranormal murder mystery um i had just finished uh dream reaper and I needed to start the next book. And I wasn't ready to go back to my Crimson Cove vampires. And I remember thinking, you know, I, I don't even have an idea. So I, I thought, what's the worst thing I wanted to do? Because I was, you know, I always kind of believe that, you know, when you're, when you're writing, you, you, what's the worst thing you can do to your main character? Okay, do that and, and then do more. So I started thinking, yeah. I went to bed that night. And I started thinking, what's the worst thing I could possibly put Uh, somebody through and I got it and I went okay and I got up out of bed and I got on my computer and I took a note I went back to bed and I laid there and the first scene came got up wrote it down went back to bed second scene came needless to say I was up until well after the sun came up and by the time it was done I had every single and i've never done this before i don't i don't outline but i had every single scene mapped out and i was ready to go and uh it just i <clears throat> i i actually wrote that book the first draft in 25 days wow it spent wow. Like, four, or four months getting you know reworked and added to but but it that first draft with 20 i was just like boom 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 i just knew and it, it just came out like, and it's never been like yeah. that before or since. I don't know why. Thank I God. I uh, it's exhausting. It's <laughs> exhausting. I don't recommend it.
0: <laughs> I, I'm going to throw a question, an, an open question to either of you, whoever wants to jump on it first. In a few Ooh. minutes, we're going to see a, a couple of slideshows of your books and, and uh, talk about them a little bit. In those books are many characters with many traits and variables and uh, personality, quirks, whatever. When you write a book, do you see that book as a movie play out in your head or with that possibility in mind or do you write from a strictly literary standpoint?
3: It's a story in my head. I see everything but I don't think about making movies. That would stall me out. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs)
4: Same. No. I'd I'd, say I'd answer the same way. I don't. I don't really. I don't really think about that. I do see it uh, in my head. I have a pretty clear idea of what my characters look like, and it's pretty clear, pretty vivid. But I don't. I don't really think about anything except for. The I want us to story. take a
0: look right now at uh, this is Amelia's one of favorite parts. Yeah. Show yes. and tell. Yeah. We've got, got a couple <laughs> of show and tells. Um, I want people to take a look at this. (laughs) This is perfect, by the way. (laughs) This was perfect.
4: Why am I the one that escaped? Because
1: you you had to come back. (laughs) I captured you now. (laughs) Okay, I get it. I get it. Okay. (laughs) I told you I had a wicked mind, didn't I? (laughs) Yeah.
0: I'll tell you what. Um, This is... um, Uh, This is a sample, Mm -hmm. a sample of what they've written. Let's (laughs) take a look at this. Is Tamara? see Tamara, what I I have to tell you something. Whenever a guest comes on the show, Tamara, Mm -hmm. we always do um, a kind of like a video slideshow, like a show and tell.
4: So, Mm
0: -hmm. Alistair has seen his, and, Mm -hmm. and for your benefit, I will show you his. But since you're the newbie here here is your slideshow of the of way of introducing you are the <laughs> exalted you know. of art.
4: Yeah, but where did they get these? Where, where did you even find this? Oh stuff? God. I don't yeah, know. <laughs>
3: there, there's one of the eternity covers. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I wanted to call yeah. that book Ice House and they wouldn't let me.
0: That's Amelia, is that the book you were talking about? Bad Things? No, it was uh, the
1: other one.
3: Bad Things is one of my favorites.
1: Yeah, that's the one I wanted to get as well. That's the one. The I, sorority I, I is the one I was talking that. about. I've not, not read
3: I have now, to get that. Yeah. I
1: the sorority is the one is. with the down there on the bottom. This is
0: a that's sample
2: yeah.
0: of some of Tamara's stuff and uh, mixed with you know Aldisters in there as well. Yeah. But mm-hmm. largely this is um they, uh, there's the sorority, the forgotten. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um but predominantly this is uh Tamara's uh, writing here. Um You've got a lot of different characters here, uh, with a lot of you know, personality flaws and quirks, and, and perhaps for you too, uh, Alistair. Uh, uh-huh. How do you keep yourself from repeating a personality flaw or variable <laughs> in a in a character? That was the with, first With that. so much work that you've done,
4: um, sometimes you don't. Sometimes, sometimes you. You you realize, oh look, this is you know Barbara again. But then you change it up enough that it's not Barbara anymore. For example, you know. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But but you know you do kind of tend to um, I don't want to say recycle because everybody's their own character, but you don't always.
0: <laughs> yeah. This is, is, is um, <laughs> this Tamra's new her new work. It's called uh, Dead Cat in Cat Laundry. In laundry. <laughs> There's I, people, don't, I don't know where that. that... That's not me.
3: <laughs> that's not you? Oh. I am not a cat, by the way. It was I taken never... right
0: off of your Facebook page, by the way. Oh,
3: it's not my picture, but somebody's. <laughs> oh, okay.
0: I just thought that was funny, so I threw it in there. Yeah. Um,
2: <laughs>
0: the other one. So, now, Tamara, here's what we put together for Alistair last time he was yeah. here. We'll yeah. Give you a chance to take a look at it. Another is looking all serious. Yeah.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Yes, I'm a serious guy. Amelia likes that picture. Makes her hot. Yeah. <laughs> I like hot. Yeah.
1: You're funny. <laughs>
0: I, love I love that book cover. Yeah. Uh, Great. Dream Reaper. I love that book cover.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah, we just changed the cover on that one. That's the newest. Oh, oh yeah, that's
1: a nice one.
3: Yeah.
0: It's we're gonna talk about that. he
1: says that to me.
0: <laughs> well, yeah, we're gonna talk covers. about that um in a moment. Uh, serious um The cliffhanger. I've got some questions about these covers.
3: That's Natasha, she's important.
0: That's mother, mother. okay.
3: That's mother looking on her at her daughter and making her crazy. hmm Yeah, that's a short hair version of Alistair.
0: Yeah. Looking angsty. Was that the one that made you hot, Amelia?
2: <laughs> they all do, right?
3: <laughs> yeah, right. They work on both genders. That's the story
0: of how we... Now, this here... Um, this is my new one. The, uh, the, uh, oh, yes, the old wife cattle. kills. That's yeah. part of a series, right? The haunted cat Yeah, that's,
4: that's, the, that's the non-fiction account of when we went investigating uh, when we first met. Yeah. Oh. Got it. Okay. Yeah.
0: Well, yeah, we talked about that the last time. No, we no. Were here. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
3: This is Where's our it? actual. We don't do not do Haunted Nights Live anymore. We do Carnival Macabre. Yeah. Yeah. All yeah. mm-hmm. yeah. oh, right, right. 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 Yeah. We're our
4: podcast now is we don't we, we <laughs> did we did author interviews for years. Um, on Haunted Nights Live for like six years, and we just yeah. recently switched over to. Uh, uh, we're we're just kind of doing our own. We do like. Yeah. Um, It's just us. Power of London and Ghost
3: Stories. I had bloody bones this time. Yeah.
0: We saw a lot of artwork Uh uh, among those two slideshows. Horror novels and romance novels, particularly interesting, those two genres, horror and romance, um, have some of the most elaborate artwork uh, for their book covers. Particularly and nowadays with horror, you know, it's you. They almost look like Rembrandts and Picasso's. Some of them are so abstract, but the artwork can't be denied. It's great work, and there are a lot of talented people out there doing this stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, one particular guy I know who does this is is actually a tattoo artist. Oh, mm-hmm. so here's why I have my question is for you uh, for what wants to take it again for both of you um, do you will you guys use a, a, a tattoo artist a street artist uh, an unknown for your
3: work we have one person we just love and he does our websites too we just use him okay um, he, he, he can take what we say and turn it into. He's an artist, you know, he, he's, yeah. he's like a really good writer. He's a really good artist. He can yeah. interpret us. We love him.
4: Yeah, we just,
0: yeah. Would you like to plug him or you want to keep that a secret?
4: We can plug him. I mean, he's, he's, his name's Mike Rivera. Yeah, uh, let's give him some kudos. Yeah, anybody,
0: kid, kudos. I, yeah,
4: anybody, yeah, who, anybody who likes what he does, hit me up. and I Absolutely. Him yeah,
0: him. I want to give yeah. the guy some, some kudos for sure. Yeah, yeah. Mike
4: uh, Rivera, I4Solutions,
0: he's, he's fantastic. Yeah. Put out some amazing, amazing work. Amelia, questions for Thorn yes. and Cross.
1: Oh, absolutely. I was going to say, uh, you know, the the ones that uh, you decided you were going to do different book covers. Was there a reason for the different book covers to get people more interested in the book covers? Or you just decided to just do different book covers on those? To
0: keep well, them fresh, maybe? Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah, you have to keep them fresh. And my regular Big Five publishers would always change them out every year or two. And we do that as necessary. Some book covers sell better than others and we watch that and you know, it it is. It's to keep it fresh, right,
4: Alistair? It is, it is, and um sometimes, you know, you you know, like in the case of, of you know, Cliff House, um, you know, it was like I think mother too, like there's a couple that early on before we had our Thorn and Cross logo that we have now, and of course, yeah, so it's 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 to keep them fresh and also to keep them together so that they look like they kind of belong together as much. Not as the, now,
0: the Thorn and Cross logo and, and I'll throw my two cents in for you. The Thorn and Cross logo is absolutely classic. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. absolutely. Love it. And Fucking that would be great. Mike. I that would it. be Mike Rivera. We,
4: we, we yeah. told him, you know, we just said, we need a logo. Uh, this is kind of like what we like. This is kind of like what, and he just did it. Yeah. He just, yeah. Yeah,
0: yeah. I, I love I love it. I, th- I thought to myself, this looks like it's been around forever. Yeah, it has no. that kind of look. Like um, fantastic. It has a legacy to it. I guess is the way I want to. Um. Let's talk about ideas. Ideas. Where do you, um, uh, Tamara, Where do you garner ideas from? <laughs> I don't know. They just
3: come. <laughs> okay. um, Well, like. Thunder Road, you mentioned, Um, I was researching bad things, which is about elementals, like gnomes Mm -hmm. and trolls and things like that, my own take on them. So I was trying to find something about Hispanic elementals, and I ended up learning, meeting Jacques Vallée, who was the French scientist they used for um, Close Encounters, and he's, he's an astrophysicist. Ended up Mm -hmm. becoming friends with him. He, oh my God, that's the only thing I've ever fangirled over him. Over was him is him, Uh, but his books on UFOs were fascinating. And Thunder Road takes place up in California's high desert, uh, Mm -hmm. at a place called Calico Ghost Town, which is run by Jesus freaks. But that's beside the point. Yeah, Um, (laughs) it's known for (laughs) UFOs. Yeah, (laughs) UFOs and. And along comes Jacques with these stories, and some of them were there. And all of a sudden, I have a cowboy ambling around in my head going, I need a story. And I had UFOs, I'll write a mini apocalypse. And that's how that came to be. And then, mm-hmm. and I had a couple of I had a dream about a guy who loved killing people by skinning them, flaying their bodies. And I'd head oh. him into the girls he was killing, and a guy who was watching. So that made one of my main characters, who's actually a good guy. And then Eternity, which is that Old Wives Tales, the main character yeah. from that is in Darling Girls, and he's the star of Old Wives Tales. He came in a dream, and um, driving around in the mountains up by Shasta, I dreamed mm-hmm. that story up. And what else? Uh, forgotten. Mm-hmm. I wanted to write about my three cats, the Orange Boys, so I did. And I don't know.
0: That's- Do you ever watch a movie and reimagine it as a book?
4: Mm,
0: I don't know. Maybe, Alistair, Do you? Do uh, maybe only, subconsciously?
4: Only ah. in the sense that I think there are certain things that influence. Um, and, and I'm only speaking for myself, but I think it's probably true for you too, Tamara. Like, obviously, things in, influence you, but I don't. I don't know that I've ever watched a movie and thought. Like, right, I right. That, or I don't yeah. know. Not really. No.
3: It's it's more like watching a movie and thinking how it compares to
0: a book. Sometimes
3: they're better, sometimes they suck more. Yeah. No, you never right. know. Oh,
0: <laughs> yeah. well, I know Tamara Thorne's coming back. I like you. Absolutely.
1: I to capture them both again, huh?
0: <laughs> question for Tamara or Alistair. <laughs> yes.
1: Uh either one of you guys, uh is for either one of you, uh, conspiracy theories have you guys uh, are really mm-hmm. into conspiracy
3: theories don't... Ooh,
4: I Yeah. that's where, that's where some really 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 good fiction comes from mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They're, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. they're
3: both conspiracy theory books but oh yeah yeah, oh, yeah.
1: into like yeah, maybe two part series or... around here mm-hmm.
3: yeah.
2: I, I don't yeah. really
3: buy conspiracy theories I think if enough people are in a conspiracy there's no conspiracy but <laughs> actually, <a> <laughs> I exactly.
0: No, I, I know exactly what you mean for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, Amelia, go ahead. I, I'm yeah. going to. I'm going to let you have a couple questions tonight because you oh, always. Oh, say- really? Wow! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she's always telling me, Oh, well, you never let me talk." Well, yeah. Hey, yeah. listen to him.
2: See this? Look at that. <laughs> <laughs> <Nice>.
1: <laughs> right. Now, I see that you also write a lot about witches and things like that. Is that something that you also researched or did you actually know of a witch that you studied?
3: I research everything. I know a few. Um, people assume I am, but I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm the world's first atheist. My mother told me I wouldn't believe in Santa Claus by the time I was two. I don't believe mm-hmm. in anything, but that's very good because it lets me write about everything.
0: I love, oh, awesome. her. I love. Yeah, I don't read books that. about witches. They remind me of my ex-wife.
3: But <laughs> <laughs> well, the one that uh, Alistair yeah. found me on Moonfall, uh-huh. that one actually had some meaning to it because I wanted to write a book where an atheist a priest, a, a, you know a good priest, mm-hmm. and um, a, a a real witch and evil witches and all that. All well, the evil witches don't work with the good guys, but the the priest, the atheist, and the which walk into a bar and then they work together I'm and not. i wanted to show that this is all you know you can everything is defined by different words when i say my philosophy is that perhaps our souls live on i don't know somebody who's religious might say i'm going to heaven and it boils down to the same thing and that's that's just sort of i like seeing comparative things i think that's fascinating yeah
1: oh absolutely
3: sure, yeah
0: Daniel, yeah
1: yeah, because I've you know I've seen you know I've talked seen people say that oh we're gonna write books about this we're gonna write books about that inspirational things like that and a lot of people don't believe in that and I know that they're gonna say true stories and a lot about hauntings and hotels. Have you ever stayed at a hotel where you've written about that? Oh, a lot of
3: Yeah.
1: What's um, your favorite one that you've written about so far? Any of your novels?
3: Well, I. I change everything and probably my favorite hauntings have been in private homes that I've investigated um, repeatedly but there was the hotel the Horton Grand in San Diego was a lot of fun it had it's got psychic machinery which we did a show about recently because people stay there and they expect you know this is one of the hotels where well Wyatt Earp stayed there but he stayed everywhere (laughs) and um, the the wardrobe was open automatically. We figured that out fast. You just have to step on the right floorboard. But during the night, we left the, there was a transom light to the bathroom. And during the night, I got up to pee about three in the morning and I, I wear contacts. So I'm death on keeping toilets, faucets, everything all closed up because I don't want to lose my contacts. Went in there, the toilet was up, the shower curtains had been moved, the towels had been moved sometime during the night something moved all that and i think it was probably psychic machinery which is what happens when people have a lot of expectations and the energy stays Mm -hmm. i don't think it was a ghost but it sure is fun and who cares if it is or not
0: right amelia should we tell Tamara and alistair what i do for a living sure go right ahead i'm a psychic and medium really really i Mm -hmm. am and i'm I'm credentialed by a, a particular three letter agency of the US uh-huh. government. Yes. Oh, I only please. work for one client, and that's the government.
3: Oh, I had a friend who, who did that till he retired. He was actually a goat starer,
0: and he was good. Yeah, they used to call us profilers, but now mm-hmm. they they call us seers, or I mean, it's, they uh-huh. changed the name every other whatever.
4: Yeah. But anyway,
0: uh-huh. yeah. Um, nice. I, I've had a couple of, uh, uh, you know, Private clients over, and actually many uh-huh. clients, private clients, but I only get phone calls now from you know from some law enforcement agencies and uh-huh. you know find the body that sort of thing, and uh, and once in a while I will get a call from like a doctor or the Mayo Clinic or which I've uh-huh. worked with in the past, but that's what I you know that's what I do. Fascinating. Um, nice. I, I my two books were the first book was called. Uh, Psychic, fin- Psychic Fingerprints, A Life's Manifesto. And the second book was called Stay Tuned, The Psychic uh-huh. Realm from a Theological Perspective. Interesting. And they were both handbooks. Uh-huh. And I wrote them as handbooks, kind of like um, a how-to or self-help books. Oh, so, fascinating. The thing. If I'm doing my job well, you'll only need me one time. And Absolutely. I tell everybody that. If a psychic does their job well, you'll only need them once. You'll never have to go back mm-hmm. for reading after reading after reading.
3: Right. There are some really good psychics out there. Aside from my goat staring friend from the government, I, I know someone I took into a haunted house. It's private. And she, mm-hmm. I didn't tell her anything. She nailed it. And it's not a public thing. I was very impressed with her. I, I love it when somebody's for real. It's fascinating. It is fascinating. Yeah. I agree. Yeah.
0: yeah. Yeah. Well, I was. And the other thing, too, is I, I never take money for what I do. Uh, I don't profit financially. <laughs> and, I, and I don't yeah. want to. And uh, and the other thing is I ran away from this for years. Years. <clears throat> and because uh, I had this gift since I was a kid. And it's kind of fucked up in high school, though. You know, it's like uh, oh, you want to be normal in high school, right,
2: right.
0: you know, and you're like a, the fucking freak, you know. And yeah. which you know, I'm I'm a freak anyway, because yeah. <laughs> I am who I am. It's weird, <laughs> yeah. But you know, but it's you know particularly cruel, and you know the other kids can be very cruel,
3: right, to, you know,
0: to a kid, especially if they know that you're a little different anyway. Um, right that's why i have amelia here <laughs> she's, <laughs> she's a kindred spirit yeah you know yeah but uh yeah i mean that's I love that, that, on that's, you. that's i i was just um i'm fascinated when i hear people touch upon my realm because i uh i want to know what their experiences were um alistair have you ever had the uh the psychic experience or the paranormal experience Yes, and and if so, has it affected anything you've written?
4: Um, you know, I I I think, to be honest, I kind of think every everybody has to to, to some extent.
2: Mm-hmm. Um, oh, I'm I fascinated.
4: I'm fascinated by. You know. The kinds of answers, I guess, the insights you can get when you're quiet. Mm-hmm. you're just you know you know what i mean so and i think everybody yeah. can do that to a point and and yeah. i don't know if that qualifies as you know maybe some people think of it as like prayer maybe you know i don't know um Any but, now? yeah yeah but but you know so there's you know there have been things like that for sure um and, and there's
3: one thing alistair you and i since we be since we met we yeah. know when we're going to text each other we pick up the
2: phone before the text comes. Yeah. It's we, really
4: weird. It's, 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 it's bizarre. Really weird. I do think I do think some you said you said um you know that that Amelia was like a a kindred spirit. I think yeah. that I think that that's real. I believe. Oh yeah. That. I, I I think that there are there are certain people that you just kind of it's just like there's a thread from your brain to theirs or mm-hmm. something. I I don't know but it's true what Tamara said. I mean we've we've always done that. It's like this is, I think, a big part of why we write so well together, because yeah. it's exactly the same. We want exactly the same things, but oh, even yeah. more eerie than like that is like what she said, like, you know, I'll pick up the phone and to text her and she'll text and I'll get a text from her. And yeah. Like, yeah. And this happens I mean, so that frequently mean, that it's not, yeah. you know.
3: It's beyond but, normal. Yeah. yeah.
4: So yeah, I think I, I definitely have had um, experiences like that, and I, as far as how they have affected, you know, or influenced my writing, I really, I really don't know. I've always been kind of a oddball, and so <laughs> I can relate. Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. So it's not really that that odd, you know, to me. I've always been, you know, kind of a. I don't know. That's but, an
0: important thing you just said. What yes. what is odd to other people is normal to folks like us. Yes. Well, it's it, die, it, yeah, the it's way in describe, our operational norm. Yeah, mm-hmm. way it way really is. Describe,
4: the way people have always described, you know, the real world or or whatever. Um it's just not interesting to me. I've always been yeah. interested in in the step beyond. And um, and so I can't really say how that's I mean, that is probably why I do what I what I do. It's just the way my mind is, I guess.
0: I want to tell people that Tamara Thorne and Alistair Cross are writing the continuing Ravencrest saga and a sequel to Tamara's Candle Bay, which will feature Michael Winter China from Alistair's vampire novel, The Crimson Corset. Yes. That was, that's and why that's i want to do already yeah oh is it is yeah that, darling girls it, it it's
3: what would it's, you call it alistair it's it's a it's a one-off of both our books and they
4: and yeah, it, darling girls is darling girls is a companion novel to that. both of our vampire stories it's, yeah. it's kind of an odd we combined worlds
0: yeah. yeah and i love when that can happen that that the. Uh, Uh, The metamorphosis of of two worlds coming together to create a third. That's great. You know, you've got, like I said before, you've got all these characters. You've all these characters. It has to be, I don't know if it's it's time-consuming or nerve-wracking or pick whatever adjective you want, but you've got all of these moving parts of this thing called the book, a novel, right? And it can get very old very quickly using the same kind of, you know, characterizations. You have to stay fresh and on top of things. How do you do that? They're all real people to us. They're all different people. They're know. not the same person. That was mm-hmm. the best answer anybody could get.
1: Absolutely.
0: That It really is. Because as real people, you, you know, we're as different as our fingerprints, right? Mm-hmm. Um. But if you're looking at a character in your mind as just this, a part of this cog in the wheel, it's easy to lose that. Yeah. It's real easy to lose that in the mix. Um, what a fascinating conversation! I'll tell you what, man, this has been a fast hour. Holy
1: shit! It has. Oh my goodness.
0: Yeah, it's already. It's been an hour already. Wow. <laughs> um, I
1: gotta well, I've tell you guys, uh, we're, you-
3: we're character writers, not. More than the, the characters tell us the plot
0: more than anything. That's the important thing Yeah, to
3: Absolutely.
0: Yeah. I'll tell you what, um, Tamara, Alistair, there is there's like no end of the conversation. we can have um I was just getting warmed up. we only have an hour show though. Yeah. Um I'm good I have to have you back again. Now Sir. here's Alistair Cross his second time around with us, a guy <laughs> who says he doesn't like people to see his face, okay? The whole world is looking at his face now. Actually, the whole world's listening to your voice, several thousand people. We're are used there. to the voice. You Either know what, right, guys, you guys actually
4: you guys actually uh, popped my cherry. Yes. I uh, never, no, I'm serious. I'm serious. Yeah, I, yes. I don't, I never did. I never did face interviews. I just don't like it. I don't know where to look. I'm like, what does my hair look like? What, I just don't like it. I, I'm not, I'm no. shy and backwards and I don't like it. When I came onto your show, I went, okay, everybody's seen me talk and move. Mm-hmm. I need to get on TikTok. So- <laughs> <laughs>
2: right?
4: yeah. so now I'm on TikTok and I post videos all the time and everybody's mm-hmm. like, oh. Yeah, and normally, cool.
3: all we ever do, we only turn our cameras on to show each other our cats.
4: Yeah, We don't even yeah. Look, yeah. look at each other's faces. I don't, I yeah. it's just not my thing. Well, I'll you, tell guys, you, you guys you what. It, it okay. So.
0: I, I, that greatest compliment you could ever pay me you told me tonight. i popped pop your shirt. That's beautiful. <laughs> I can...
4: And you were and pretty look, gentle about it too. <laughs> well, yes. Well, it didn't we hurt. Have. Yeah. <laughs>
1: And we're all we had to do was say here. please, right? Nice all you had to say please. We're, we're a family here. It's very ancestral. <laughs> yep. Um, yep. You know, and I know. said please and thank you, right? Yes, you were very, uh, you
0: you very I'm not going <laughs> to step on your toes. Go ahead, kid. Have
1: that in <laughs> No, I told him, I said, all I said is, hey, please and thank you. Oh,
0: yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, I'll tell you what, let's start with the ladies first. Tamara, uh, let's plug your website here. Um, oh. Anybody uh, looking to find Tamara Thorne's work, it's simple enough. Go to TamaraThorne.com. Right. There they will find what, young lady? Everything. Um, there you go. Yeah, books, uh, links, uh
3: and how I crawl on my belly like a snake. You know, and, there and, you there. and the rest is Facebook and whatever Alistair's doing, because he, he takes care of us.
0: Beautiful. <laughs> and uh, Alistair Thorne. Again, you can go oh. to Alist- I'm, uh, Al- Alistair. Alistair Cross. I'm merging the two here. Right? That's um, right. AlistairCross.com. And what will they find there, Alistair?
4: Same thing, podcasts, upcoming events, news, books, you name it. More more than you would need to know.
3: Beautiful. A lot more. Naked pictures. No.
0: <laughs> yeah, right?
4: My, my only fans. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'll
0: tell you what, so an, an amazing show tonight. We're lucky and, and fortunate to have you both. Amelia, tell everybody what's coming up, kid.
1: Yes, absolutely. We have an interesting show coming up. We have the fake moon landing show coming up on the 19th, which is actually the actual anniversary that it was. Was it 1969 that it happened?
3: 1969, yes.
1: Yes, and and then we have, uh, let's see, um, we have Mr. Capone actually coming on the show. We have actually Alistair Wait, I mean, not Alistair. I'm sorry. I got you even think today. No, we <laughs> yes. got them. Already? <laughs> See, already. Boy, <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I got him on my Angelo Capone coming on the show on the 21st, actually.
0: You, you butchered that one. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I got Alistair on my mind. See what you did to me? He's yeah, well, <laughs>
0: the so. Lewis impersonator. <laughs> Well, after the show, Alistair, I'm going to have to like give you some quiet time with her. Um,
1: <laughs> no, July 21st, we have a Jerry Lewis impersonator. Uh, his name is Angelo Capone coming on the show.
0: He's oh a God. Jerry Lewis impersonator. I am mm-hmm. going to see Jerry. And-
1: mm-hmm.
0: I lost control of this one. <laughs>
1: <laughs>
2: I'm going to
0: see Angelo Capone this weekend and Phil Solis. Mm-hmm. Phil was our guest last week. They're doing a Dean Martin-Jerry Lewis tribute mm-hmm. show this weekend. Okay. I will be there, and I will be recording that interview for you live. And uh, we will show it at a later date, but yes. we will record it live. Mm-hmm. We will not broadcast it live, no. however. Um, we have, oh my goodness, we have a bunch of stuff coming up for the end of the, uh, uh, And then On July, July
1: 26th, we have the Kennedy assassination
0: as yes. well. We're doing part two of The Kennedy Assassination. Yes. We mm-hmm. will show a film clip that's never been seen by mm-hmm. the U.S. public. No. Uh, mm-hmm. It is the Orville Nicks film, and it shows mm-hmm. the fatal kill shot. Yes. And we got it. Mm-hmm. We got it. Yes. And, uh, and it's available to anybody who wants it. You just got to know where to look. Yes. Um, for that, I am excited about. Um, oh, absolutely. we are It's going to be a good one. I will tell everybody that uh, once again, we will be. uh, I will be on vacation uh, at the end of the month. Um, I will from July 29th to August the 7th. I will be gone. Amelia will be here with our friend, award-winning filmmaker, Mike Messier. He will take over the show for that week with Amelia. So be kind to Mikey. Until I see you next week, everybody. For Alistair Cross, for Tamara Thorne, for Amelia, the pit bull Chapman. I'm I'm supposed to I'm, I'm psycho bunny. I am mad dog <laughs> the good night everybody. Good night everyone. <laughs>